Welcome to Brand Me. I'm Preston Conrad, and this is the podcast about doing your own thing, whether it's building a personal brand, maximizing your side hustle, or making the most of your every day. Nowadays, if you want your numbers to look good, you should be creating content that is somewhat engageable. Hi, everybody. Today's show, I am joined by Dave Coast. Dave is a West Coast-based nutritionist, content creator, and the founder of the Eco Nutrition Challenge. And if you are looking to work for yourself, be inspired, or wear multiple hats and excel at all of them, you'll love this episode with Dave. This is a really inspiring chat. And he has made it his mission to enrich all of our lives through sustainability, nutrition, and uh, this is just a great, really, really fun interview. So without further ado, here is Dave. I haven't seen you since I was having a meltdown in the pandemic. That was a, that was a moment. We had tea together on Zoom. It was really cute. <laughs> to give everybody an idea of what a great person Dave is and how valuable his content is on Instagram, we had never officially met in the height of COVID pandemic. Dave met me on Zoom. Was it? it was on Zoom, and we had a tea ceremony together, and it chilled me the hell out. It was. It was a really. I mean, I've always, I followed you for a long time, and I've always enjoyed your content. And saw a, a lot of people around me, me included, were kind of you know going through a really tough time. And anything I could have done to connect with people at that time, it felt nice. It was just a nice way to connect. You know. It really was. And it was just like also the power of social. It's like, you know, you follow the same 20 guys and you, you feel like you know them. And you when you go to visit town, you never really end up meeting these people. And it was just like proof of the social currency. So thank oh, you. Of course. I think the my favorite part about social media is when you're able to translate an online connection yeah. into real life. Zoom is totally. somewhere in between that. Yeah. How's your business going? I want to dive into what you do, but I feel like I see you every day because you are one of the people that pops up in the front of my bubbles, which Instagram changes that every day. So who knows? But as of late, you're in my bubbles. So I see what you're up to. You're back to the daily dips. How's business? How's life? Oh, you are. You're a true day (laughs) fan. The daily dip. I go in the ocean every day in the summer. We're on day 22. Summer is flying. It's you know what it is? Uh, And that actually leads to a really funny thing about branding and especially personal branding. You and I are people, we uh, have our own personal brands based on what we do and what our expertise is in. But you're one of the first people, I think I can remember in a while that started programming things on their Instagram that I noticed and that you didn't abandon it. Like the Daily Dip is not new. This is year five. Right. (laughs) How is that in doing that? Is your is it something that your audience like misses and connects to if you're not doing it? And do they know what it's all about? Because I know like when I when I say good morning to everyone, I'm like morning people every day. And some if I don't say it, someone will be like, "Is everything okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine." But they come, they've come to know our personal brands in and out. How's that for you? I, I think for some people, it's like, oh, it's a sign that it's summer. You know, like Dave's Dave's yep. going in the ocean. Uh, I've been able to. Some years it's been sponsored. I've had Javiana sponsor it in the past. You know, I've worked with, found different ways to integrate it into my real life. I'm hosting an event on July 31st with my partner who works at a mindfulness company called Open. And I'm an Allbirds ambassador and have been an Allbirds ambassador since 2020. So it's going to be, and he's a breathwork instructor. So it's going to be run, breathe, dip. And so it's, we're putting the two companies together. We're on like a 60 email chain thread with all these people from Allbirds and all these people from Open, bringing our two worlds together. 
and it's it's so authentically me, so authentically him, and and so authentically those brands kind of finding a way to connect. So it it can it can from a brand perspective has a lot of integrations potentially, but it also for me it's something that's authentically that's something I want to do. You've been really clear, and I, what I love about your content, um, a lot of people, and even myself, I get afraid sometimes to say on the platform what I feel about a platform. <laughs> sometimes it's like in a moment of weakness or I snap and I'm like, F this, I'm only posting this or whatever. You've been really clear and I kind of watched your journey of what your content was, what you wanted it to be, what you're like, I'm going to commit to this. How did you start on Instagram and how did that process, because where you are now is super niche down and I'm like, I finally get what you're about, right? I'm like, okay, these are his services. This is what he does. He's an expert. Here's sort of certifications. Did it take a minute to weed through that to get to this Absolutely. point? Absolutely. I, I have been on Instagram for over 10 years. I've been using it from a paid content perspective for seven years. My first sponsored campaign was in 2015 with Zyko Coconut Water, and I still remember it. Uh, but when I first got on the platform, it was really just a place for me to express my creativity. I thought it was like really, really highly curated photos. Um, I was getting into photography at the time. I was taking photography classes. I was like rule of thirds, post this picture. Yeah. Uh, and I was also, I've always been a blogger. I've always been someone who's enjoyed writing. I've had blogs in high school and college. I found some success with a paleo food blog in 2011. It just happened to be the right subject at the right time. Um, and so then I would use Instagram as a way to drive traffic to my blog. And it would be like blogged and talking about what the subject was. Remember that? Totally. And yeah. so it, it's, it's gone through so many different iterations. The platform has changed so much. I think where I've, I noticed my initial uprising was sort of after I moved to LA. I'm originally from Canada. I moved to LA, was hanging out with other people. I, it is what I'm about to describe is a like elder millennial approaching Instagram the way young people probably approach TikTok today. Like I would, I was new to a city. I would like kind of meet people online and we'd like drive out to Malibu and like take photos and it was cool. And we were doing it yeah. just cause it was fun. Like we weren't doing it because like we were doing sponsored posts. Like it just felt cool. And yeah. met, met other people and I was exploring my city and I was going to these Insta meets and hashtag Insta meet, whatever. And it yeah. was fun. It was, it was cool. Yeah. And then before you know it, like I started gaining followers and traction and I had my blogs and all these things, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm doing this, like grow a second business. It really felt like a creative community platform at that time. And around 2015, I think I was around like 40,000 followers uh, where I was like, oh, this is like becoming a thing. And mm. I started paying attention to it a little bit differently. And I think I, that's also probably the first time I got started having experience. There wasn't even stories back then, but it was like paralysis being like, everything had to be so perfect. Like now I'm, I'm not as precious with my Instagram, but like in 2015, like it had to be perfect if I was going to post it. Well, it's funny because uh, at the end of the day, these people that consume from us, whether they buy our products or they subscribe to something we offer or they meet us at some meetup, at the end of the day, it, it's a person behind the keyboard that they're connected to, not necessarily your service. So it was nice that stories, I mean, I can't, I can't even really remember that world you're referencing because I feel like it showed so little of me as a person. It was like just posing in these weird outfits. Like, I'm not a fucking model. Like, what do you, like, that's not whoever I was, but now I just feel like I can really show myself. How, how did you niche down 
your Instagram to be so concise because I, I recently just went through this. I'm like, but I, I love home decor and I love fashion and I also am an entrepreneur. Like, I can't just pick one of these things. But I don't think you do. And I think the people I like on Instagram aren't too niche. Like, I, I, I appreciate you thinking that I'm niche because I feel like I don't maybe see myself that way because I'm like, oh, I talk about nutrition. I talk about my relationship. I talk about sustainability. I talk about lifestyle stuff. I like work at the farmer's market. So you're seeing a lot of these different touch points. Maybe they're all aligned. It just feels all about being a, a, a living a well life mm-hmm. to yes. me, like living a, a robust and, and healthy life, whether that's inward, outward, giving back. Like to me, I see it summed up nicely that way okay. that it's like, and everything stays in your pillars, and it's like that's the Dave Coast thing. That's the Dave Coast. Like it just all track. You know what I mean? Totally. Okay, I, that's helpful because yeah. sometimes, like I see a lot. You know, sometimes as fellow creators, I see a lot of those accounts online that are tips oriented. It's like be niche, and I'm like, I don't want to post like some people's accounts. It's like them and their dog on adventures, and that's every post. That's everything. and like those accounts yeah. really do blow up and gain traction. But for me, those are the accounts that I'm the first to unfollow eventually because I'm like. I've, yep. I've grown tired of this three months later. Give me more. Something else. Give me, show me something else. We're all being vulnerable here. Show me what you're doing on the weekend. Like, show me something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've done a really nice job. So whether you think it or not, I think it's niched perfectly. Not too little, not too, not too wide. I think it's okay. great. I, will, I think to answer your question, because I think I like bypassed it, I, I've had different iterations of how I do my content calendar. So it's like... I'm, do you have a content calendar? I have formats, content formats. So I have, I post a reel, I post a sort of shareable tweet style post, and then I share like a very random. I love those, by the way. Thank you. The tweet okay. ones, new format uh, that I've saved some, I've shared some. It's, it does exactly what it, it, it reinforces you as an expert too. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, you know, which I think at the end of the day where we we're getting to this, phase don't you think where we're like weeding through a lot of just like influencers and brands and media organizations are like hey we need an expert in x yes not just follower pretty face that does y and z like we want someone like all birds right they love you because you're an expert um but i like those a lot i tried to do them too and i gave up well thank you i think the first time i did it i was having a heart attack because i was like this is so not like Instagram for yeah. me, like I'm like a visual artist. I like really like at first. Oh, it was just like I went, I did it, and I was like, <laughs> "All right, <laughs> don't look." And you know, it's with some of those. Sometimes they really take off and blow up, and sometimes they don't. And I'm, I'm still kind of getting a sense of what what works in that style of content. But it's usually a tweet. It's usually a reel, and then it's usually a photo that is like random. Like the random, the photo could yep. be something that has to do with my relationship, could be a recent trip, it could be something I'm excited about, like I just turned my car into a camper, so I'll like do that as a photo. I saw because that. I'm not every, if also for me, I know they're like real, 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 but I'm like, I don't want to watch reels all day. Like if I wanted to watch video content no. all day, I'd go to, Twi- I'd go to TikTok, the algorithm is much better. Yep. So. Yeah, I use this, I do the same. I'm trying to just, um, you know what's funny? Do you think that actually diversifying your content like that for me, it feels like I'm like, oh, the pictures I post are much more like what it used to feel like. Just a good picture yeah. that I'm that I'm proud of. Not just like putting one up to put one up. Like I'm like, I like this. It's a static post. It earns its place in this content mashup. 
you know? And who gave the name Static Post? Like, that, that must have come once right. stories <laughs> existed, right? Like, totally. like, what a weird word for, for what that is. Because your life uh, on social is all about helping people really enrich their lives in all these different facets, how do you detach and balance your life out? Like, because you're constantly sharing about what other people should do, but then what's your downtime like? Like, you're one that I respect because you do uh, sometimes go away on Instagram for a couple of days. Like, what's your balance? I mean, this year has been a, to now circle even somewhat back to question one, this year has been a really busy year for me, and that is good. And, good. but 2020, 2021, we're, we're challenging years for my business, we're challenging years to navigate socially, we're challenging years to navigate there was a lot of self-questioning and all of that was good. But when it came to actually delivering and on work, like I would just, I would just leave the platform for a few months last year, multiple times yep. and at multiple points. And I would kind of every time come back being like, if I'm going to post again and, and re-engage with this, like how can I make it more meaningful? And, and so I think those, those periods away have been helpful. But this year, you know, I have to have good switch activities. I used to delete Instagram off my phone for days at a time. Like the app? Yeah. Like physically delete? Oh, I'm so scared. But I have too many, I have too many drafts now so that I can't, I can't right. do it. <laughs> no, you're like, no, they, they've, they've locked, they've locked us, me they've in. They've locked us in. And, it, and so that I can't, I don't do that anymore. But one of the things I do is I don't keep email on my phone. I haven't done this since Ooh. the end of last year, which is, sounds crazy, but I've successfully been able to keep, I am it sounds genuine, insane genuine. to me. I have not had email on my phone for over six months. Holy shit. So you just check email when you check email. Like it's, when I can actually do like it's work time. With it. Yeah. Yep. Not take away from what, what moment you're in at that time. No. And so if I'm taking away from it, it's on Instagram, sure. But I, and I also, I think I used to post Instagram stories under the lens of like, oh, it's important to showcase what I'm doing. And like, I think Instagram stories, if in my opinion, is nowadays, if you want your numbers to look good, you should be creating content that is somewhat engageable. Like it's a poll, there's something for someone to react to, you're framing it around, you know, respond to this so I could hear. If you are able to drive up response or interactions on stories, your views will go up versus just being like, here's my food, here's my daily dip, blah, blah, blah. That's the struggle I'm having. Is that like certain days I've got, I feel like I've trained the audience to expect one thing. And also I've trained my yes. mind. Like, I'm like, oh fuck, it's 7.20. I have to post 7.20 in the morning. I'm going to the gym. I need to post. But it's like, I don't really like, why? There's no value. Who, who cares? Like they're seeing me do the same fucking thing I do every day. I'm not asking them a question and there's no slider poll. It's I've actually taken a step back to think just about that. Cause when I do them, they're higher. When I ask them to come into my orbit and like tap a thing and slide a thing, they the numbers are higher. It, it, it's uh, in what I've been witnessing and in, in something I've been experimenting with. So for st I think for a long time, I thought just like you, like stories, I need to do it, to do it, it's here. I haven't even, it's like a second nature. I'm just doing it. It's for, so for stories, I'm trying to post content on there that is ultimately either inspiring, like Daily Dip, like ideally it's getting, seeing people yep. see that and be like, oh, maybe I should go into the ocean this weekend or maybe I'll go to a lake or something in summer. He's doing it every day. Like I could do it once a week. Or right. it's like, what do you eat for breakfast versus just being like, here's my breakfast mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and find reengaging. And, but like, I also, I think that's the way I'm kind of working on stories. 
the platform itself has so many features these days and like so many different tools and things. Like I'm try I'm always Wild. always trying new things on Reels. But are you finding success on no. Reels? I'm not. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Are, are you have, have you a, have like blown up from Reels through TikTok? I have, uh, well, I have like a secret hack, I think. Speaking of so, I mean, I've talked about this on an episode, before, but I think I've cracked the code, okay. but it's kind of fucked up because it's, again, something that not everyone has. I'm listening. It's a feature. So <laughs> I, I'm using TikTok yeah. a lot, and I assumed these followers I was getting were coming from TikTok because I've gone up to 360 on That's TikTok. Amazing. 360K, which was like bonkers. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm a TikToker now. Holy yeah. shit. But on Instagram, been at the same number for, I don't know, three years literally the same number because you can't grow on instagram it's impossible so then i'm like let me use these fucking reels and i'm like let me go through the reels thing and and see what people are doing and see if i can emulate it and i would uh so have you noticed that thing that says use template yes. so i'm like oh my god how easy they're begging me to use reels they want me to literally swap out these things i'll use template with a trending song and then i noticed i i had something on my instagram that said like set up your shop and it was affiliate, affiliate shopping. I'm, so I'm any like reel <laughs> that I tag, yeah. any reel that I tag a product in goes at over 40K instantly. If I don't tag a product in it, 8K. If a static post, I even tag like my sunscreen, 75K reach. The next post, 6K reach. It's they really are. They want you to. Sh they they're rewarding people for using weird features that are new that not, not everyone has. So people are noticing, like you, like how you just said, oh, you're. It's like four people DM me. They're like, uh, your follower. Like, what's going on? I'm like, they're like, everything's shopping. I'm like, dude, I have some weird feature. I'm using it, and they're hitting. They're scratching my back again. It, 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 <laughs> I, what you're describing, and I think anyone who's been in the creator space knows that. Like I rode some kind of wave in like 2015 through 2017, 2018, where every time I would post, I would gain 500 followers. Like it just, it, it was almost just like post, boom, like my page, my stuff would yeah. go to the explore feed. It was very, I think the content I was creating at the time was very focused on sustainability and had the way I was presenting myself and putting myself out there. I think it, it was the right type of content with the right message at the right time. But there was no rhyme or reason for how things kind of started changing. And then I've been kind of, I hit kind of plateaued. I understand most people eventually plateau. You can't just grow indefinitely forever. And then there was reels and I started experimenting with reels. Some, I've had some success, some not. How often do you post reels? At least once a week. You are, you're posting like good, valuable content in your yeah, reels. I think, I don't know, but. It's really wild to me, the shopping thing. I don't know if you have a, I have, I knew someone that worked at Instagram who no longer works at Instagram that I'm wondering if that's how I was like put into this shop. Check to see if you have shopping, try it. I, I so but, I actually don't even have, you know, how like Instagram, so many people have different interfaces. Like I was with a friend yes. this weekend and his interface looks like TikTok and it made me feel ill. Like it, it just looks. Oh, you like the, like the new feed. Yeah. I was like, it, oh no, it I don't looks that yet. horrible. I heard it, it looks, looks bad. really bad, but my feed, I don't even have shopping on mine. Like I can't even click to, you know, how like people got rid of Instagram stories or they got rid of something. So you're yeah. They got rid of the like button and it's this shopping feed now. Down I don't here. have that. 
Oh, you, yeah. You, I'm on some old Instagram. I'm on some Instagram old Instagram. Updated. <laughs> they have you on like uh, 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 Origins, we'll call it. <laughs> Instagram Origins. Yeah. I think the reels, by the way, whether they're useful or not, or they do, or they um, rank well or not, I think it's um, for potential clients, media partners, it shows a side of us that we couldn't always show unless it was on stories. So I think they're valuable regardless, just to show our personality and how we interact with people. But I really like yours oh, you. and I love your new van. So you should do more with I your van. So. I mean, I, you're one of the people whose feed, whose content always shows up for me because again, you're like, you're redoing a house. You're like on the go in the city. I also just Trying. feel like you have like a, a genuine want to like love, like you like love life is the, is the energy that I get. And I do. That's the thing. Like I don't come to, on Instagram to see everybody's political news. Like I'm happy to subscribe to the wall street journal and read the newspaper. Yep when I want to absorb that. I, I still like yep. using the platform as a means of just like inspiration and, and like light connection, see what, what, see what people are doing and what people are traveling, be inspired. But I, it can be Instagram. It depends on what you choose to follow. It can be a very inspiring place or it can be a really dark place. And I think you have a very inspiring feel. Thank you. I do enjoy it. I, I very much like to create. So as a create, you know, natural creative spirit. So I use it for that. Um, how is social, how is like your business business, like your nutritionist, holistic train? Like how does the social feed into that? Is one not live without the other? Talk to me a little bit about that side of your business and where it is today. I mean, I am growing. I, I would consider myself as having three businesses right now. One that's not launched which Amazing. I should talk to you about. It's a natural deodorant yeah. that I've been working on since January. When I went to the oh Esalen God. Institute, I was living in Big Sur for a month. And then I started working on a natural deodorant back there. I have a brand. I have, I've been doing samples at this point and bringing them to parties. Yeah. I was at like a 4th of July party, just giving me the samples. I try it. What do you think? Like, I think the, I think the brand is very queer, very fun. So that's one problem. This is, per this is perfect. You, I was going to ask you, it was on my list of questions, when are we getting a physical product in, in a category you believe in? And there it's, it is. It's the, it's the category I've always been the most jazzed about. Like, I've loved... I bought some from you. What was the... You had done a campaign with someone and I swiped up. I bought it. It was a natural deodorant. It smelled amazing. I forget it the name of it. Um, native. It could have been Corpus. It could have been... Uh, I bought Corpus, I think, because of you. And then there was another one that was a round, round stick that I bought. Kakadu Plum, Clean Beauty. I, I got to look in. I got to look in my medicine cabinet. I still have okay. ever all of them. I just rotate. I'm like an equal opportunity employer. Well, I am excited to get you my natural deodorant. Uh, That's amazing. Soon. By the way, what yeah. you're doing is right. The sampling thing. I, I when I went to launch my brand. I, I was very much like, I can't tell you what I'm doing. Um, and every, whether it's investor, advisor, whatever, was like sampling, sampling, uh, focus grouping. And I'm like, well, I don't want anyone to know, but that's exactly, you're doing the right okay. thing. I'm happy to hear that. I've never, here's the thing. So being someone who's always done, offered services to offer a product, I'm like, well, I don't know how to make a deodorant stick, but I'm like, I do know how to make yeah. a deodorant cream. And I can put that in a yep. different type of container. And sure, it's not a stick yet, but like I can figure that out. The, the main yep. steps are getting, it's just like, what do I have access to? I'm like, I don't have access to a printer. And then I was on Etsy and I found a printer and they printed my logo. And yep. you don't know until you start asking the questions, but I'd love to ask you, I'm sure you're so much further down the road in terms of how you've built your business and products that I could 
I will love that. I could do that all day long. We'll have to just have a one-on-one about that because even just the shit I've learned just on Google and on TikTok and websites that show me what other companies, what use to make their XYZ that I found from some dude in a basement um, that have changed my life. Like I'll share with you. I would love that. Okay, so you have your three hats that you're wearing. You've got that hat, you've got your social hat, and then your I've got nutritionist, my nutritionist hat. hat. So I offer one-on-one programs. I offer, I have like sort of ebook style guides. I have a program that I'm really excited about that I launched in April, and it's the Eco Nutrition Challenge. You can find it at econutritionchallenge.com. That's trying to marry my interest in nutrition and sustainability because I think a lot of people believe that if you care about the environment, you have to go vegan. And that's just simply not true. Like most people can't go vegan or will not go vegan. And so there needs to be a way to connect people to their food systems um, that is sustainable, that will work for them, that will work for them based on their cultural um, you know, experiences, will based on them, work for them based on their, the types of food that they like. I love when you post that stuff, by the way, like you'll post something, you know, someone will DM you like, well, that's not something. And you, you write a response that I'm like, oh, it's just like, it's just, it explains it. I just like that you explain it. Like, it's not just like, well, my opinion, it's just like this does this, does this. And this is, and I just love that. So sorry to interrupt you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I think, I think the, I have worked with vegans, I have been plant-based. I think there's a lot of reasons why that can be a great diet for some people, but this um, dogmatic belief system that really thrives online is is not is not helpful for a lot of people. And and my job is to help people eat better, mm-hmm. live better, connect with their food systems, like take care of themselves. If you take care of yourself, here's my like ultimate mission statement and I'll just like put this out there. I'll help people so that they can take better care of themselves, so they can take better care of others and ultimately take better care of the planet. And it's, in, it's gonna happen in that order, just like on a plane where they're like, put your mask on first. Like if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not gonna, re- taking care of the planet is like, it's like, it's all the way over there. Pie in the sky, yeah. yeah. Is that on your website? What you just said to me—that mission statement. Yeah, care for care. For, um, I think it's written a like like a little bit. It's really good. It's very concise. Where do you find the time for all this? How do you structure your days? You, I even work at the farmers market on Wednesdays, and I'm there for four hours, and I'm making like twenty bucks an hour. But I'm doing like the farmers market to me is the. It's just a community that I have access to now that I'm there and, and connecting to food systems and farmers, and I'm like obsessed. But I'm not yeah. there to like pay bills or do anything and they're to like help people genuinely like these people like need someone to sell their food and they're working on a farm like the last thing they're caring about is like they just need someone who's reliable who can be there and also from a credibility point of view that like to me from a branding outside point of view i'm like that would be like a stylist who never worked with clothes at retail right like like i think it connects you to your craft and your passion at all times that that's important to like whether you lose tons of your time and you can only do a little bit of it that it just people see you there and it connects you back to what you love and i think it's important and if if i may one of the things that i've i really believe is important to get a message across and i know that this maybe is a privileged way of, of of like speaking but i think sometimes and i witness it a lot in my friend group but like everything isn't about money like totally you can't just you don't do every like for work for me like i certainly have you know i do a lot of the influencer and creator content and i've been able to 
create partnerships that are really well aligned, but that's taken years. But I've ultimately, I have that place, that in a place where I'm like, okay, I'm supported. But not everything else I'm going to do with my time is about trying to make money. For me, like, me working at the farmer's market is about genuine enjoyment and generosity, and I yeah. get a lot out of that that is intangible. Yeah. And so yeah. I, it's on my calendar. I'm going to go. I'm not going to book meetings. I'm not going to take jobs that are going to pull me out of that because it is a priority of mine. And I have some other priorities that are, are specific to my income. I have some priorities that are specific to future and personal development. But like right now, I'm currently learning German. Why? I have no use to learn German, literally none. I'm not even planning to go to Germany. I just find it interesting. And it's a good switch activity. So instead of being on Instagram, like if I'm on my phone, I'm on Duolingo and I'm ravenously excited to like learn German for some reason. It's just like, it's just something to do for personal development. It doesn't have to have, um, it doesn't have to. God, I love that yeah. whole thing. This is like your, but this all, I, I just, it's very inspiring. You know, it's making yourself a better person. Even for anyone listening here, that little nugget about personal development time in your calendar, like I would die to do that. That's my dream and I need to, and I have the time to do it, I'm sure. It's just that, you know, I needed to hear that. Thank you. I, I, I think, I mean, I appreciate that. I think for me, my calendar is I wake up, I'm an early riser. I go to, I go to bed at like yep. 9, 30, 10, which some people think is yep. insane, but. I'm, That's when I go to bed too. It's a great time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm also doing a sober year right now, so it's easier. Welcome to our family. Are you? I don't, I'm not a drinker. Yeah. No. And I, it's my, I mean, my life changed when I stopped putting alcohol on my body. How long, how it was, long, it's how just long ago was that? Years, years. I mean, years. I don't even know. Uh, but it's just, I couldn't imagine being bogged down, like having my physical body and my mental strength being diminished. It's just like, I'm clear every day. Every single day. Like I haven't had brain fog since I've had COVID. It's, yeah. Oh, uh, you had COVID? I have had COVID twice. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Oh, man, you're one of those. I only had it once. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but isn't it the most freeing, clear feeling when you're like, oh, shit, I'm pissed. Oh, I'm happy. I'm X, Y, Z. And you like have to deal with that for a minute. Like, it's actually really rewarding. And, and it's and it, like you instead of being like, I don't know how I feel like I'm anxious or you're, and you're like, I don't. And you can't even you're like, don't know yourself because you, you're so foggy and you're so like you're there, but you're not there. And then you're trying to make decisions and you're trying to move your life forward and you're trying to have, be in relationship with whether it's a partner or your job or people with work. And you're like, your energy's like this. It's frenetic. And I'm so happy I have, I don't feel that way anymore. And I'm, my anxiety has just like fallen off a cliff, oh, yeah. fallen off a cliff since I've stopped drinking. I love that you're sharing it too. Thanks for doing that. I think a lot of people are curious. <laughs> I'm all, I'm I, the way I even position it online. I'm like, I'm, participating in a sober year because I was sober curious. Here's been my experience so far. I'm not in yep. a program. If programs work for people, that's amazing. Um, yep. There's so many different ways that you can engage with the sober community. I'm realizing it doesn't have to just be through a program. You can just, you can just choose to not do it. Totally. Yeah. That's how mine is. And I, and I'm kind of just, I don't, I need to share more about it. I just, it's never been like a huge, you know, the only thing I share about would be like, if, 
what we get approached a lot to do like work with liquor company and i'm like it's just not my wheelhouse like i'm not in like a a program but i would never it just not it doesn't make sense to engage with alcohol that way like publicly on my oh, socials can, but, and can i make like a quick note on this and we don't even have yeah. to put this in but like since i've taken a step back from drinking i have like really become a little bit more critical of just in the general sense the general space of of like alcohol advertisements uh yeah because the formula <laughs> is like that life is not fun this is not fun but where you're going to put alcohol in this situation and now everybody's having so much fun and that is and you know they spend billions of dollars of money on on advertising for alcoholic beverages that like at some point like did that just become a truth is that the truth and now that i'm like in a lot of spaces and i'm sober and i'm like oh i'm actually having a great time i'm <laughs> so that's what i was going to ask you did you find it um like i'll go to I don't ever really like I can't even really think of maybe at a wedding or something I'll I'll maybe think of like if I wanted to drink or something but I I still don't but like I know friends that are like oh I could never go to a dinner um without a drink are you crazy and I'm like why we're just friends like we're just having burgers like I don't get it you know what I mean but um it was intimidating for me at first but um I'm enough. I'm, I'm enough. To, like I could dance on a table at three in the morning, stone cold sober anyway. So I never really had to get over that hump, but I don't know if you did or not. I, what you just said is like a, a golden nugget for, I think everyone to take away. Like I am enough period. You don't need to yeah. drink to be fun. And I think, especially in the gay community, I think there's this worship of the Bible of fun. It's like, well, why aren't you being more fun? Why aren't let's do this. It'll be fun. <laughs> And I'm like, why is everything being centered around fun? Like, it's not the most important yeah. thing in life. Like, but it feels like a people orient their entire lives towards fun and then are wondering why they're like depressed or this. Because like, it's, it's well, a, an insane thing to try and be at it all the time. I had my 35th birthday. Um, my idea of fun yeah. was to buy out a soul cycle studio and have everybody come and work out with me because that was fun for me and you would be shocked how many people were like well that's no fucking fun why aren't we going to brunch why i'm like but it's so fun. so fun it's so much you get high there's music and we can all like dance and get sweaty and take care of ourselves but they were like yeah no thanks <laughs> so i filled up half the class i mean i would have i would have been there if i was in new york i love a soul cycle well, class. next time me too it's just that's my like it's my church but dave i'm running out of time okay. i could talk to you all day i want to talk to you about your deodorant off of this okay. and when you're ready to launch it come back okay. um but i want to ask you is there any memory in starting your personal brand good or bad that lives in your head rent free of a moment when you know you just look back on you're like wow that was wild oh my god that was amazing you know in in getting to where you are today i mean i I, what comes to mind is thinking, hey, like when I got into using online platforms, I never really was the subject. It was it, mm. Dave Coast or, and, and this online presence was always like the like the content was what mattered. I didn't I, the moment Instagram kind of switched. And this is just because, you know, as trends change, like you, I could have posted a picture of like Borgen Velas in 2015 and got like thousands of likes like no one wants to see that now but it, no. 
and then there was this pressure to kind of like be in front of the camera. Like that wasn't natural for me. I'd, I've never seen or tried to position myself as a model for, and so there, there was this huge period of self-critic, self-doubt, like you're not a model, you shouldn't be in front of the camera, like why do you think you think you should be doing this? And I remember taking pictures and being like, oh, I'm like, I'm like John Felt today or something, you know? And really, yeah. like, that's so not me. And, but then like, I kind of had to, it was a, a, certainly a hub on this journey because now I'm, it's very much, Dave Coase is me and is a big part right. of like, and, I'm, and I feel much more confident in sharing who I, and, I, and I'm so much more confident in knowing who I am too because I'm also much older. And, yeah. and I think that for me was, was, a, was a tough time. Like I've, I remember posting pictures of myself and being like, I'm gonna throw up when I press post. Like, That's like such that imposter syndrome. It's also just like, it's not natural to put yourself out there for random people in the universe to tell you what your legs look like wearing a short that you're talking about. You're like, uh, yeah. Oh, it's just like, if you think about it, it's like fucked up. By the way, speaking of um, wearing clothes, we are now, I think probably because of you, we are like a, a multiple Allbird household. I, we never owned them before. And I, we just went out and bought those, um, that new one. Is it the one that Lindsay Lohan is wearing? The runners or uh, the... I don't know. It's the brandest newest running shoe that's like a little square back. Yes, yes, and yes. We have like multiples. I'm obsessed. The tree flyer. You're wearing the tree flyer. Those are the new running shoes. It's shirts. so good. So good. So I can thank you for bringing that into my orbit, I guess. I, well, listen, honestly, Albers is a great brand. They are such a cool team and they're so focused on innovation. And I've been so grateful to have been, I was the first ambassador they signed in 2020. Uh, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Your brand and their brand. It, it, it's it tracks. It's, it just like clicks. It feels very real. Yeah. Well, and then there's Lindsay. Maybe you'll get to meet Lindsay I, Lohan. The Lindsay Lohan. Have you seen the Lindsay Lohan commercial? It's very. I did. I did see very it. It's camp is camp as hell. It's so yeah. good. Well, Dave, thank you so much for taking time to do this. And how can everybody find you um, on Instagram and online? Uh, Dave-Coast.com for my website at Dave Coast on TikTok and Instagram and www.eco-nutritionchallenge.com. Uh, the next group program for that will be in back to school It'll happen in September. Amazing part, lining up amazing prizes and partners. Like I think that's one of the cool things with my job that I'm able to connect these different food brands and, and just get, give people an amazing experience that wouldn't find otherwise. Well, thank you for working so hard for all of us to live a, our best lives, Dave. Appreciate thank it. You, Preston. And then um, shoot me a message. I want to talk about your stuff. I would love to <laughs> chat with you about this deodorant. So more to come. All right, buddy. Talk all soon. Right, bye, everyone. This podcast is a part of the Upstarter Podcast Network. Podcasts are an amazing way for you guys to build and increase the value of your personal brand. So if you're looking to start a podcast just like I did, visit upstarterpods.com to get started today. For more on the show, you can find us on Instagram at brandmepodcast or at Preston Conrad. Be sure, of course, to rate, review, and subscribe and share on social. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next week.